Welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. This week's quote comes from Dr. David Unwin. Your insulin prevents you from burning fat. What's up, Keto Campers? Okay, so today's episode is gonna be a fun one because Dr. David Unwin, who sounds like, I don't know, Mr. Rogers, but he's so stinking smart. If you just really pay attention, the golden nuggets that are the golden pearls that just come out of his mouth every few seconds, um, it's really impressive. And he's gonna break down what's going on with uh, thousands of patients he's worked with. And, the fact that the first 10 years or so, he got things wrong. He was making so many mistakes treating his patients the conventional medical box. Uh, and then he got outside of that box, started thinking about other things, how the body can heal, how you could actually reverse type 2 diabetes and insulin resistance before he thought it was impossible. And you know, it's very important to listen to this episode and maybe share it with somebody you know or a doctor, a conventional doctor, who's not aware that you can reverse type 2 diabetes, you could reverse insulin resistance and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, because it can be done. The human body is incredible. It wants to heal. It wants to live a long, healthy life. We gotta remove the interference. And on this episode, that interference is too much insulin, too soon, too frequent, the problems it creates. And he's gonna explain triglycerides and how carbohydrates too many carbohydrates will increase your triglycerides and that's a problem. He brilliantly breaks down the relationship between insulin and glucose. And it's very important for you to understand keto campers that insulin is not the bad guy. Insulin is a survival mechanism. It has been put in place in the body to store fat because back in the day, for millions of years, the human body (laughs) didn't know when the next meal was going to come. There was famish, there was times of scarcity so we stored fat so we could have energy to use and pull out when there was no food around so that's what insulin does but as you can see in this day and age we are so blessed and abundant with food readily readily available to us that we have to kind of mimic this structure and he's going to talk about insulin being fat fertilizer i always talk about insulin being the bully of the block when you activate insulin when you call insulin into the playground All eight of your fat-burning hormones, they're gone. So he's going to talk all about that, and you're going to really enjoy this episode. And if you're new to the Keto Camp Podcast, hey, welcome. Thank you so much for choosing the Keto Camp Podcast. I am so grateful for you. Please leave the show a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes, if you're getting any value from the show. And hey, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram Shoot me a tag, shoot me a follow. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi. That is T H E B E N A Z A D I. When I see it, I'll share that on my story. We'll get some other keto campers following you back. We have an amazing community here. Our mission at Keto Camp is to empower, to inspire, to educate 1 billion people on planet Earth. Real quick, before I bring Dr. David Unwin on, head over to ketocampcoffee.com to get 10% off the healthiest coffee beans you will ever find, which is Purity Coffee Beans. If you use KetoCamp at checkout, you'll get 10% off. That's KetoCampCoffee.com. Let's talk all about insulin glucose and how to reverse insulin resistance. 
I've spent a lot of my life kind of mystified by things getting worse and not knowing why. So we begin here. So I discovered that out of 4,753 patients of mine, if you do the liver function tests, 24% of those patients have abnormal liver function tests. So a quarter of all my patients have abnormal liver function tests. And until 2012, I didn't know why. And in fact, many of them I told off for drinking. Because I thought, you know, you, they'd say I only have a little bit, and I'd say, yes, but how much? You know, are you sure it's just... And I was so unpleasant to my patients, and I'd refer them to gastroenterologists where they got told off again. <laughs> but can it really be true that 24% of my patients are all heavy drinkers, and they, are they all lying? That would be a bit miserable, wouldn't it? And of course, the answer, the answer is non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. This is now 20% of the developed world. Another crisis that we hardly ever talk about. We hardly ever talk about. Another thing that used to mystify me was triglyceride levels. So again, so many of my patients had triglyceride levels. And I, I wonder what the clinicians in the audience do when they get a high triglyceride level. I know what I used to do, I just used to fudge it. I used to fudge it, so I'd say, they'd say, is, are my blood tests all right? And I'd say, well, yes, they're, kind, they're more or less all right. Your triglyceride's up a bit, but we'll just recheck that next year. <laughs> is there anything I need to do? Oh, you could lose a little bit of weight. Does it matter? I didn't really know, you know? Triglyceride, and yet triglyceride is central and so important. And we need to talk about triglyceride more, just as we should talk about type 2 diabetes remission. Triglyceride is a very important pointer. It's not a mystery. So how are we going to link? How are we going to link to talk of triglyceride and fatty liver and uh, expanding waistlines and diabetes. How are we going to link all of those in a way that our patients can understand? I think actually we should use insulin as a model. Now, this may, I may be wrong. I've been wrong, very wrong, uh, many times before, but at least this is a model. At least this is a model. So what I would explain to my 75-year-old patient is I'd say, well, if you eat a chocolate bar, your blood sugar goes up. And one of the problems with diabetes is a high blood sugar over time damages the inside of your arteries. But nature has designed you in such a genius way that you have a hormone there to protect you. The hormone is insulin and the insulin's imperative is to drop that glucose at any cost at all because it's so important. So insulin is a hormone produced by your pancreas gland and it has a job to get sugar out of your bloodstream and get rid of it anywhere. And in fact, insulin does that job by pushing glucose inside cells. That's what it does. And of course, some of the glucose is pushed into your muscles for energy, which I think most people have heard about. You do need glucose for energy. But what about if you take in more glucose than you actually need for energy? Well, insulin's imperative is to get rid of that dangerous glucose and it pushes it, first of all, into your belly fat, producing a bigger belly, which 
so many people are familiar with. And then the other thing it does, it pushes the glucose into the cells of your liver. And after a while, the only thing your liver can do with extra glucose is turn it into triglyceride. So now we can understand, if we are a patient, why my triglyceride level may be high. Because a triglyceride level is a reflection of carbohydrate in a way. If you have a lot of carbohydrate, you will get a fatty liver. And of course, this is the way some of you will have heard how you would get a fatty liver in a goose, which is foie gras, a funnel and carbohydrates is how you get a fatty liver for geese. But we are the same. So fatty liver, there we go. So that is triglyceride. So excess glucose gets pushed into your belly and into your liver. And if we just look here at a patient, an individual patient, there is the fasting triglyceride level, and over the same time, there's the hemoglobin A1C. Look how that triglyceride level, which previously was a mystery to me as to what I could do with a high triglyceride level, look at that triglyceride level dropping like a stone at the same time as the hemoglobin A1C goes into <coughs> remission. So interesting. And when you start looking for these patterns as clinicians, you'll see this happen again and again. introducing another one of my wonderful patients. Now, this gentleman is 80 years old and he's holding the tape measure around his abdomen where it was two years earlier because he was a very heavy guy. But look, we reduced the carbohydrate and his belly has just shrunk away. I used to have a prejudice about older people and I used to think older people have a slow metabolism. You can do very little with them. That's wicked, that is terrible, terrible. I now am an older person. <laughs> so, you know, I'm kind of interested in, in older people. And, but look, he's a, you can do stuff. You can do stuff, so I'm illustrating. There's the triglyceride, there's the central obesity dropping away. And if, you know, just look at the speakers this morning. Where has it gone, the speakers this morning? We're on a low carb diet, the belly's gone, right. Oh yeah, low-carb liposuction. Let's market this, let's market this. Cheap lipos. My patients were paying thousands of pounds for liposuction. Yeah. Not now, not now. Here's another thing. A patient said to me, a very heavy lady actually, she said to me, Dr. Omwin, why, why am I constantly hungry? Because I'm, you know, I've got months of food stored right here. So why am I hungry? And you know, I was always hungry until I was 55 years old. Always hungry. Where's the next biscuit? I'm watching my children to see have they finished their ice cream because I could just finish it for them. You know, where have they hidden the Easter eggs? Because I could just, that kind of thing. I was always hungry. Always hungry. Now, why was I always hungry? Why is why, the lady has a big store. She said, I've got a big store, but I, I'm always hungry. I think it probably, this is a model again, and I may be wrong, but I think insulin is to blame because if the imperative is to drive down blood glucose at any cost, if you carry on having a moderate amount of carbohydrate, 
your insulin prevents you from burning fat because insulin wants you to use glucose as your energy source. And while there's some glucose there, it won't let you burn fat. And I think that explains quite well to patients why moderation in carbohydrate has some problems. It has some problems because then you can't become a fat burner. Patients love the idea of being a fat burner. So I explain it to them in this way that the carbohydrates will stop you from burning fat. The genius is we are dual fuel engines. We could burn fat or we could burn sugar. But if you have a lot of fat on board, you'd quite like to be a fat burner. It has many, many advantages. You can miss a meal if you want. I don't know whether if I have a meal or I don't. It doesn't matter. Before I couldn't even miss a snack. I couldn't miss a snack. And it explains so well the patient. The thing I'm told again and again is I'm not hungry. I'm not as hungry. Do I have to eat breakfast? Patients say, do I have to have breakfast? Hooray, no, you don't. Don't, leave it, leave it. Is it the healthiest meal in the day? What? No, no. <laughs> He's right. Breakfast is the dumbest meal of the day. I hope you enjoyed that. He is funny and he breaks it down just so smooth, doesn't he? He doesn't really get uh, too high, too low. He's just calm, cool, and collected. Make sure you go and watch this entire lecture from Dr. David Unwin on the Low Carb Down Under YouTube channel. The title of this talk is Dr. David Unwin, Can We Beat Type 2 Diabetes? Hope on the Horizon. I'm going to put a link for this exact video in the notes of this podcast. And also be sure to go check out Dr. David Unwin's work. He's doing great things out there in the community. Hey, if you got any value from this episode, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at TheBenazadi, T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. I'll see it. I'll share it. And if you want to learn a little bit more about keto and fasting and how to do it the right way, I have a free 12-page ebook called The Keto Kickstart Guide. If you head over to ketokickstartguide.com, you could download that for free. There's also a meal plan in there as well. Hey, Keto Campers, thank you so much for listening to this entire episode. You'll hear me on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.